All right, BradCooney.com. I'd like to welcome in DMV recording artist Too Good Low. What is up, man? You doing all right tonight? Yeah, what's going on, man? I'm living. Yeah, man, I'm living here, too. Things are going good. First and foremost, thanks for coming on the show, man. We appreciate you coming on. No problem, man. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. All right, let's get right into this, man. Let's talk about your uh, your latest project, The Good Life. I listened to some tracks on it. Really love this stuff, man. Talk about you know, let's just talk about the project, how it all got started, and where where are you with it now? On um, the project got started, um, my theme was um, pretty much like I'm here. Um, I'm at the door. I'm kicking it down. That's the good life for you. And I would say the theme of the overall project, um, you know, from track to track is I'm pretty much just taking you on a journey, and that journey is pretty much the good life of Too Good Low, you know, and it's pretty much just, it's tracking my my journey in the music industry from the point where I'm at right now, you know, in a musical way, on dope beats. Yeah, you know, one of the things I noticed about your songs is, they kind of have a feel-good feel to them, it's not, it's not a real negative, it's not a real down, it's not a... Um, you kind of feel good listening to it. it. Makes your foot tap, you know. You kind of it's kind of an uplifting kind of kind of vibe. It's the good life, exactly. You get it. Yeah, man, absolutely. So let's talk about the uh, the single waves. Um, I love this song, man. I don't know why it's not spinning. It should be spinning everywhere. It probably has a shot yeah, to spin. I, you know, I, I I had to just kind of get it out there first because I was in a rush. Now I'm um I got the backing behind it now, so it's going to be lighting up. I would say the next three months. I got some promotions behind it to uh, get it on the radio, etc. Cool, cool. You know what? I want to play a little sample of it. Then you down to hear a little sample? Let the listen. Let, let, the, let the fans listen to a little sample. Let's just play this a little bit of a sample here. This is "Ways" by Too Good Low. sample of that man you get to get the listeners a little flavor for it one thing that's really cool about this video is it's cartoon yeah you, you did an animated version talk about that yeah um so i like to you know i'm a visual artist so i like to see it so in the way that i rap i kind of told a story and i was like i want to see that <laughs> you know so i had an artist do it and you know they didn't do it exactly how i wanted to so what i had to do is take three different footages that they did do and mix them all together, you know, because I'm pretty skilled at programs, too. Um, and that's what it was. So I just wanted to release that first until I, you know, get some buzz behind it and then shoot an official video with Rico. And it's getting buzz, man. It's getting a lot of listens, uh, thousands and thousands of listeners already already viewed the, oh, that version of it. So so you want to do a remake of the video, um, a non-animated, and, and just put up a straight video of it? Exactly, yeah. 
because I think that video was good, you know, and, you know, I don't think it's, you know, TV worthy, you know, yeah. so I would have to reshoot it, you know, with me and her, the real virgin. And you mentioned her, Rico Nasty, terrific vocals yeah. on that song, too, man. She did great. Um, it really, it just, it just... Her vocals kind of meshes the song. It kind of it kind of makes it complete. You know what I mean? It does, you know. And it really surprised me when I got it back because I heard a lot of songs from her. So when I got that one back, it caught me surprised when she was kind of singing on it. I was like, oh man, she got more skills than I knew. Yeah. <laughs> now, <laughs> talk about how she got involved. Did you reach out to her? How, how did that connection start? Yeah, I reached out to her. You know, I've been watching her for a while, and one day I was just um on vacation with my daughter in Disney World and I was like, you know what? I'm going I'm, I'm to hit her tonight. So I DM'd her, you know, and she told me how much I sent her the money, sent her the track that night, you know, and she got it back because I'm one of them people when I just get something in my mind, I just got to go with it. You know, usually I plan, but, you know, sometimes it's just go. You're like Don't me. Wait. I like, I'm, I, I go by intuitive feel. If it feels good, right. man, I, just go, I go with it. Exactly. Yeah, she did a great job. It really just meshes the song. It makes it complete. It just fills it. It just fills it. That's what I like about it. Um, yeah. And you know, you mentioned lyrics when I was reading your bio. Your, your bio, you talk about the importance of lyrics and words. Talk, talk more. Talk more about that because a lot of people, you know, fa fans, different people listen to songs for different things. Some people like beats; and they don't even hear lyrics. Some people are really analytic, and they, you know, they're analytical, and they really listen to lyrics. Where, where are you with that? Talk about the, the lyrics part of music. Um, so I think it's a place for all of it, you know, because it's, it's sometimes when you want to kind of turn up, so you need to hear that music. Sometimes when you want to hear a little bit more. So where I am with music, I believe that there's a fine line that you can incorporate both. You can still have banging beats, sick choruses, but still be talking about something. So that's where I'm at with it. I, I always still try to... Not necessarily tell the story in each song, even though that may happen. I don't write it that way. It's just kind of my style as an artist, I think, now at this point. So that's why usually I'm telling the story or I'm trying to relate to the people in some type of way besides just saying money, cars, and hoes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, of course, we already touched on The Good Life and then the, and the, and the first track. Everybody will get a chance to hear a sample of that. Um, when, when do you foresee a album release and, and maybe even touring it? Um, well, this this particular project, I'm going to start doing some shows to promote this one. Um, as far as touring, I, well, I, actually, I will have to see once once I start really kicking in the promotion to see how that goes. But the next project, the EP, that's the one where I will want to, um, you know, kind of do more touring because I'm, I would. I guess for lack of a better word, it's going to be a little bit more commercial. And by that, I just mean like I know kind of what's popping. Um, mm -hmm. So I'll still rap. You know, I'm a businessman, so I want to... It's, it's, you can't just say I'm a, you're lyrical, but you're not paying attention to music. You have to do both. Right. You know, so the next project would be that. Because The Good Life 2 was actually done since July. So... Mm -hmm. I feel like I've gotten so much better, but people can't hear it because i got to promote this project. So I'm already kind of in a rush to release the next project. Yeah. Um, you know? You know, but back in the day, the musicians, no matter what genre, it could be hip-hop, rock, country, all, all, of, all of those genres faced the same challenge as far as, 
getting recognized. You had to find a, a record label to find you, and then sign a contract, and then they they would finance you know the the distribution of your music and the tours. Things aren't really quite like that anymore, though. It's, it's changed over the years, especially in the later '90s into the 2000s, where now a lot a lot of artists really use social media. Uh, YouTube and, and Spotify and these other places, iTunes. Um, so in hip hop, are there still record labels that sign hip hop artists and do it the traditional old way, or is it more towards what I the latter part of what I said? Um, I think it's I think it's a little bit of both. Uh, I, I, record labels now they just want you to already have a buzz of following going, um, which is it. it it's good because if you're already at that point, then you already made yourself valuable. Right. And that's the goal. Because at that point, you have people hitting your DMs for features and for shows. Like in my DMs now, and I got people asking me for features, for shows. I'm not really in the, I haven't been in a rush to do a bunch of shows because I'm trying to be like the greatest artist ever. So mm -hmm. I'm not necessarily just trying to be the best rapper always on the stage. You know, I'm trying to perfect my craft. So social media makes that even available the fact right. that people can contact me or contact other artists you know absolutely now have you been um ever approached to write music for other artists because I, I just had a, a guest on my show not too long ago where this person wanted to be you know a performer themselves and they wanted to write and get out there and do their own thing and it turned out they they tripped upon a, a career making really good money writing songs for other artists you know, I actually, I haven't had that happen, but I wouldn't mind doing it, um, because as you can see in Waves, uh, I was singing, I would love to write R&B songs, because I'm not necessarily trying to make R&B music, I may put a few on the track and do it my way, but I would love to just write other music, um, so that would be a great opportunity, you know. You know, when I listen to Waves, one of the things that went through my mind, I could totally see that song on a record, I'm not sorry, not on a record, well yeah, on a record too, but on a movie soundtrack, and like, you know, when the movie's over with and the credits are going up the screen, right? I, that's perfect, that song is perfect for that. It is, it is, I was looking into that too, it's funny you said that, I was trying to uh, see how to submit it to some movies, or see if movies were looking for songs. Yeah, let me help you with that, I might, I can, I, I know some people I think we can, we can get you in touch with to help, to help with that. Um, yeah, that was, was just that's one of those things that just popped in my head. Like, yeah, this song right here, I can see this. You know, it's like one of them deals when you're in a movie theater, you know, and you're getting up, the movie's over with, and you're, right. you're, 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 like, hey, what song is this? Yeah, yeah, what song? That, that song's catchy, man. <laughs> yeah, exactly, man. Um, so, do you write all your stuff, produce everything too? Are you writer, producer, the whole genre, the whole thing? Well, you know, um, I don't make the beats. Typically, I go on SoundCloud and you know buy them exclusively uh, just to cover my bases. But I do write everything. Yeah, typically I might be in here freestyling, or I may have a song in my. I'm like, I need something that you know represents uh, me taking over this, or you know, I you know doing it from there. You know, just writing everything. Yeah, man. And you're listening to DMV Recording Artist Two Good Lows on the show today. We appreciate ha having him on. Um, and you just mentioned freestyle, and I want to touch on freestyling. Um, you know, there's a lot of people that, that, maybe some people that aren't so much into hip-hop, it's not really their, their, their favorite type music, maybe, um, and they hear somebody rap, there's two monsters, I look at this like there's two monsters here, 
First of all, rapping's not easy at all. Um, I know this because I've tried it before, and I have no earthly business ever doing it again. Um, <laughs> and, and then you want to take it to the next level, and freestyle's even sicker. You freestyling, you have to be. First of all, you have to be intelligent because you have your brain's got to work fast enough to not only rhyme, but right. to keep it, to, but to keep it in context to tell the story too, which is yeah. that, which means you have to be witty and quick, quick thinking. It's not easy, right. and then you get into like flow changes and things. So hip hop's way more intricate than I think the non hip hop fan realizes. Yeah, definitely, I would agree with that. I mean, and, you, uh, go ahead. Yeah, please finish your thought. No, I would, def I would definitely agree with what you said. Like, it definitely takes some intelligence, and it's funny because somebody who may have like never graduated, or someone who may assume is like not as smart as someone who you know graduated college but then when you hear them use them words mm -hmm. and it's the actual free because it's different now because a lot of people say freestyle and they really wrote it you know so it, i mean it is hard to even remember that but the people who can come up with these words on the top of their head i really respect that you know it, it does show intelligence it, it's really incredible it's a really it's an incredible talent to be able to, yeah, yeah. to to be able to not only to rap but to rhyme and the rhymes have to make sense i mean you can't just make I me mean, you, you can you can think of a, of a of a word that rhymes with another word but that doesn't mean it makes sense you know? right <laughs> yeah yeah I mean, that's what i love about freestyling um so what was it that actually got you started what what got you into this whole thing and music um yeah, well yeah. In high school, you know, uh, in the midst of class, we would like bang on the lockers, kind of freestyle, play around, or recite three six mafia lines or something. Then in college, I had a couple computers. I started downloading the programs and learning how to record. Me and my guys, you know, we would record like that. And then one day, I was like, man. I need better quality than this because I was hearing the other songs, you know. So then I started going to a real studio, saw how much that cost. Other guys wasn't really contributing that, so I started, that's when I really started doing my solo thing. And that was back in my sophomore, junior year, so I would say like 2008. I dropped my first music video with Listen Visions in D.C. in 2008, 2009, so it's just been since then. You know, just keep going. So a good solid 10 years now you've been doing this. Yeah. That's a decade, man. You got some time in this thing now. It takes, it, But it takes time. Yeah, and I feel, and, and, and I think I've, some people need that. You know, some yeah. people can jump right out of one hit song. I think I needed that to become where I am now and be this confident. No, you, mentioned you know, to get to the point where you're so confident about your craft that no one can tell you nothing. Even if they have a critique you can take that and you know run with it you know be good you know before you, someone made to take that and you make sure like you're breaking down you know you may yeah, want to yeah. cry yeah there's an old saying um, su um, um su success breeds hate mm -hmm. success breeds hate so when you start having haters pop up that means you're succeeding because oh, i love it too now i see so i, I definitely have some i mean granted I get a lot of good criticism. I would say oh, like sure. maybe two out of fifty, two out of fifty comments are bad. But I do like to see that. You know, I, yeah. I like it when they style it. When they may say, "Oh, he mumbled right there," even though I'm not a mumble rapper. I like it when it's something valid. Some people just hate just the, "Oh, you look like two chains." You know, just.
yeah. dumb stuff like that, you know. You know there's, there's, a, there's a big Don't difference. Nothing to do with the music. That's right. That's right. There's a big difference between constructive criticism and then hate than hating. Right. You know. I love constructive criticism. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. I mean, it's important. You know, it's important. Right. Take that and run with it, man. Um, you mentioned three six mafia before. I got to share this story with you. So, oh man, I'm going back. I'm going back some years now. Probably back ten years, maybe, um, maybe a little less, but close to like ten years ago. I used to be into boxing and mixed martial arts. I had a really successful uh, boxing mixed martial arts website, and we used to get VIP press uh, credentials, and we travel all over the country to these big shows, the big pay-per-view events, the Mayweather, all these big ones. And um, so there was a show in Memphis, Tennessee, and the promoter had me and some of my writers come up to cover the show. So it was the uh, Mike Tyson-Lennox Lewis fight, if I remember right. This is back to some years. So after the show, the promoter knew the guys from 3-6 Mafia. Of course, they're from Memphis, Tennessee. And we were invited back to their place, to 3-6 Mafia's place, for a, for a after-fight party. And it was funny as hell, man, because when we walked in this place, the only three white people in the whole place was me, the boxing promoter, and one of my other writers. And so, so, we, so look, we get in there, and who was the guy in 3-6 Mafia that wore the gold teeth? What was his name? I can't remember his name. Um, that could have been Project Pat or Juicy J. They both. Oh, they both, okay, they both. After I, I forgot, guy? huh? Hey, was he like a taller guy? Yeah, yeah, he was definitely tall. He was tall. Okay, oh, it could have been Country Black. All of everybody. Was oh, I swear, they all kind of do, man. But it was one of those guys. It was definitely one of the guys in Three Six Mafia. He comes up and grabs me and, and grabs his other the writer that I was with, and he and he throws us up against the wall and just starts patting us down. Um, he's like, man, it's five zero. I know this ain't no damn friend of yours. This is five zero. He got a wire, <laughs> and, and he was just he was just fucking with us, so you know. But it was funny as hell. I thought he was serious for a oh, second, then he, and then he started laughing, and we all started laughing. That's my three six mafia story. True story. Yeah, that's hilarious. Yeah, that's some good stuff. All right, now before I let you go, I want to give you an opportunity to tell all the fans out there um, where they can you know find you, where they can get your music, uh, talk about your social sites, where they can follow you. Look, man, I appreciate you coming on the show. We'll get you back on. Once you got some new stuff, man, we'll get you back on. We'll talk about your new projects. I appreciate you doing this, man. 